bless your name, Jesus. Bless your Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Wherever you are, maybe you're at work, maybe you're getting up, starting your day, preparing service, or maybe it's a new day. Maybe you've already been in service, but we want to invite you to join in with us as we seek in the Lord. You know, the Bible tells us if we acknowledge Him in all our ways, He'll direct our path. Bless you, Lord Jesus. Almighty God. Certainly, we want the, the presence of the Lord to inhabit the atmosphere of this place. Bless you, Jesus. Almighty God. Almighty God. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for your goodness and grace for waking us up this morning, for giving us the activity of our limbs. Lord God, we thank you for how you have blessed us throughout this day. Lord God, and giving us a reasonable portion of health. Lord God, we just thank you, Lord, and, and ask that you would help us to seek you. Help us, Lord God, to acknowledge you. Lord, you know the situations that are occurring among uh, your people, among those that are called by your name, as well as those that are Lord, been witnessed to, Lord God. And Lord, we just thank you, Lord Jesus, because you, you do have the answers to all things. Lord God, we just want to honor you, Lord God, and Lord, by being faithful unto you, Lord God, and to seeking and seeking your face, you are a rewarder of them that diligently seek you. Lord, and so we thank you, Lord God, for your kindness and Lord Jesus, and we're just here to acknowledge your presence, Lord God, and and Lord Jesus, in preparation of your of receiving your word. Father, we pray and ask that you would bless those that are sick in their body. Lord God, remember those that are dealing with the loss of loved ones. Ask that you will comfort their hearts, Lord God, and ask Lord Jesus that you remember, Lord God. Bless you, Jesus those that would be in service and cannot for various situations. We ask these blessings in the name of Jesus. Amen. Certainly we thank and praise God. I want to welcome you to Inside the Pages presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church located at 524 East Pasadena Street, Pomona, California. This is Pastor Carl Henderson. Our Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m. And um, Tuesday, Bible study, 7 p.m. Thursdays at 6 p.m., Men Focus, which is, uh, you know, a, a cross talk. It's real talk, discussion that we're having. And, and, and so it is not uh, like Bible class. It is a discussion. And so I want to welcome you to join in and share your testimony, share what your thoughts are. And that's at 6 o'clock on Thursdays. And Men Focus is not limited to to men, but um, we honor our queens as well. Uh, the Bible said that he made both male and female. And, and so you have an equal voice. And, and so again, that's at 6 p.m. on Thursdays. 
Saturdays at 11.30 p.m. You can find us on 99.5 FM on your radio dial or kkla.com where they are streaming the radio broadcast through the website. Uh, and so you can hear our, the, the message uh, that is being presented at that time. And that's at 11.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Saturdays. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. And so, uh, again, uh, we believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. And we believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. And at this time, we're going to have our opening scripture from, um, from Brother Donald. And then we're going to go on into the service. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, and healeth all diseases. Who redeemeth the life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercy. And the Bible says, and they continue daily with one accord in the temple, breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily as such as should be saved. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearers of the word. Amen. We're gonna. There's a little praise that uh, want to just you know acknowledge the Lord with. It's very simple. It just says, "Let praise arise from the inside." And so, and then we're gonna go into the Word of God. You know, certainly our prayers. Ask that you would pray for us as we are praying for you uh, this morning. I, I'm excited about the Lord. So my thoughts is running uh, pretty fast right now. Pretty fast, so I'm going to have to, you know, just slow down so I can articulate and share some of the things of what the Lord is doing. And so let's 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 bless the Lord.
just wanted to give God that little praise, that little melody. There, there's more to it, but you know, no one can express to him like you can. No one can tell the sentiments of your heart. You can you can buy a Walmart card online or you know, thrifties or wherever the store, the grocery store. But it's nothing like you expressing yourself. You don't have to have a great voice. You don't have just make a joyful noise unto him. He appreciates that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Bless you, Lord Jesus. He appreciates your thoughts just like you appreciate his. All we want is for him to be glorified, for him to be lifted high. He said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. And so here we are on this day to lift him up, to glorify him, to magnify his name, which is above every name. You know, we're not waiting for that day to come where where every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus is Lord because we're bowing down right now and we're making that confession known. Bless you, Lord Jesus. We're, we're doing it now. We're not waiting. We're, we're doing it right now so that we're already in the mode. Again, want to thank you for joining our online worship service this morning. Today is July 24, 2022. If you're looking for a church home, growth, and minister, I want to invite you to join us and to allow God to be God. Um, for those that are, uh, you know, I, I was listening on Saturday uh, as I was uh, preparing to retire for the day um, to lay down and get some rest. I was listening to the broadcast. I hadn't listened to it. Uh, in a few weeks because of different things that's been going on. But I'm telling you, God is so good. He is so good. I'm like, that's not me. That's God. You know, I'm, I'm like, where did you get that from? That's God. That's not me. I, I appreciate him so much. You know, and it's humbling uh, even to be humbled right now to, to be able to speak God's word. It's humbling. You know, I know a lot of other words that I used to use, and maybe you did the same thing. I don't know. <laughs> but but it's humbling for God to use you and, you know, to make you what he wants you to be. And so uh, if you would like to hear some of the messages that if you, if you go to the podcast on Saturday nights, our broadcast is only, um, it's, it's limited to a certain length of time, but the, the broadcast in its entirety can be found at um, sundaymorninglive.podbean.com. And so the message can be heard in its entirety. And there's so many more messages that are there that the Lord has uh, blessed us to be able to give and you know and just just excited about what god is doing you don't know who's listening 
you know, the thing about Cornerstone is that we are touching people across the nation and on other continents. And there are other ministries that are doing the same. But to be out and occupying until he come, you know, that's the that's the thing of ministry. Occupy till he come. That's the thing of service. And so, you know, I when we arrived at the church this morning, there was a letter from Michigan uh, where a gentleman there, uh, Eddie uh, Maddock, you know, has been listening to the service. You know, and there are others that are, uh, that comment in and are listening to the service as well. And we welcome that so that we can acknowledge uh, your presence and thank God for you listening in, those that are listening now. And there are others that are going to be listening later to the broadcast. You know, there are thousands of downloads that are occurring uh, throughout the month uh, where people are going back and they're listening to messages that have uh, already been ministered uh I can even go back as far as a year where I see people are looking and listening to messages that occurred at different times. And so it is a blessing. It is an honor. And my heart is just saying, thank you, Lord, for an opportunity and the time that he has given me to to work uh, in his vineyard. You know, and not only that, but those that also are working with me our songstress, you know, uh, who uh, listens and and provides song and music and, and make fun of me and, you know, others and stuff as well, <laughs> as well as, you know, uh, 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 everyone that's involved, you know, when I say, hey, let's go out and witnessing and, and giving out tracks and invitations, you know, Brother Don is, is there without any hesitation you know, and if there is, he doesn't display it, but he's there. And so really appreciate that. You know, it's important to uh, to do the work for the Lord as what God has called us to do uh, in spite of, in spite of. And so I'm not going to I'm not going to bore your patience this morning, but uh, my heart is filled. My heart is filled with, you know, the fact that there are um not thousands, but tens of thousands that are tuning in and listening to what the word of God is, you know, and being blessed souls. And we won't know who is all saved. And, you know, we, we may be planting a seed or we may be watering a seed that already been planted, but God is the one that will give the increase. So the most important thing is that we do our part. I want to direct your attention to Mark, the ninth chapter, the ninth chapter, beginning at verse 22, it says, and oftentimes it, it, oftentimes it have cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. It, it cast him into the fire. It cast him into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, if you can do anything about this, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst 
believe. All things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. I want to read Luke, the 18 chapters, uh, fifth verse as well. It says, yet because the widow, now that was a father, and here we are in Luke, yet because this widow troubleth me, she, she's bothering me. She's getting under my skin. She's nagging me. And you know, I, I was talking to a female one time, uh, a sister in the church, and we were having a discussion. And I, I, I asked a question about this whole nagging thing. And it's something that is learned from childhood. So I, it's passed on because daughters seem to uh, pick this up from their their mothers about this nagging and it is a tool that is handed down to use against the male there's something about our hearing and and how i guess it's, it's sort of like fingernails on a chalkboard it will force you to get up and take the trash out it will force you to get up and and do something this widow was troubling this judge and he said, I will avenge her. I'm going to take action. Least by her continual coming, she weary me. She's not going to stop. And this last verse here, Deuteronomy 30 and 14, it says, But the word is nigh thee, nigh unto thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, and thou that thou mayest do it. I want to talk about help. It's not the first time talking about help, but I want to talk about help this morning. Sometimes a question mark appears in our in our lives. We walk around with that question mark in our head. You know, if they put the the X-ray camera there, there would be a question mark instead of gray matter. You know that you have prayed. You know that uh, your your prayer lines up with his divine will. You're not just praying amiss. And you're not praying for something that you know you shouldn't have. But you're praying for something that you know is within his will. You know there is no doubt in your mind that what you are asking God for lines up with his divine will, not his permissive will, his divine will. You know that if he was present, physically present right now, he would be doing the same thing. It lines up with his divine will. Matter of fact, it may be that you had an unction from the Holy Ghost to even uh, to even be thinking that way. You've read it in his word. And so you know that it lines up with what he wants. You know that when you prayed about it, that the Lord hurt you, even the first time. 
You may have even had dreams and visions about what you have prayed about that was not thought upon. See, sometimes dreams and visions, uh, the Bible tells us that uh, dreams and visions come from a multitude of thoughts. And so this, this wasn't something that you just thought about and have been meditating on, or maybe you have, but then God sends a message of word of encouragement. He sends something that, that lets you know that he's listening, that he's heard you, that he's seeing you right where you are. Maybe you heard others, as such as I have. I was, I was listening to a, a singer and they were giving a, a testimony how they responded to God. The Lord told them to move. And so they jumped up and uh, like the Beverly Hillbillies and, and packed up all that they had and moved uh, to another place, another time. And they didn't know what they what the next step was. They just did it because they felt an unction and they felt it was of the Lord. And so they moved by faith. I'm not doubting that. They talk about how they left the city that they lived in and how they had nothing. And that nothing all of a sudden turned into everything. And here they are with this great successful story. We don't know the true in-betweens of that. We just know what is being told to you. And so here you are faithful. You know you're faithful. You know that you are, are, are abiding in the will of God. Knowing you know his divine will and you have reached a, that area that you are not going to deviate from the will of God, no matter what no matter who comes against you. Uh, Jeremiah made this statement. He said, if, he said, I'm going to deviate. And he didn't use these words, but he said, I'm going to deviate from the word of God because of what I, because of the challenges that I'm being faced with. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm just not going to, I cannot preach any longer. I can't do it. I can't continue on with, with what is happening to me. And, and so uh, I, as he tried to digress, as he tried to take a recess, he said the word of God was stirred up in him. It reached a boiling point. It reached a temperature that he could not resist blowing his top. Uh, he was like the teapot that began to whistle because the, the temperature of the water had risen such that he could not hold it back. So maybe you've been like that. You've been holding on to the gospel plow all this time. You didn't let go, even though uh, you, you felt like you wanted to let go. Your hands got tired, and, uh, you know, you, you, because you, you're plowing the field, but, uh, but, you don't, but you may not understand uh, why after plowing and fertilizing and nurturing and doing all of those things uh, that you would think the harvest of the seeds that you have sown would be greater than what they are. Mighty God, I, I'm, I'm praying that, that I, I know what I'm saying is going to help somebody. Uh, it help is on the way. I know what I'm saying is true. Bless you, Jesus. Like Daniel, you're committed to loyalty. You're committed to being loyal 
unto the Lord. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians, about the 10th chapter, in the fourth verse, it said, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of stronghold, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And so you read his word, you believe it, and you apply it daily. You read his word, you believed it, and you apply it daily. Now, I'm just, as I said, I just want to remind you, I just want to emphasize this. And matter of fact, if you don't mind, I'm going to serve myself of this buffet this morning. I'm serving myself as well. And so here, I'm here to remind you that help is on the way. And so just don't mind if I want to fix me a plate of this as well. I need to eat a little something as well to to nurture this, this spiritual walk, to nurture this spiritual man uh, and to get the things that I need. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add, I'm gonna put this on my plate as well. I'm reminded of a woman named Hannah. The Bible said Hannah had no children. Hannah was, was barren. And her only desire was to give her husband a child. But year after year, nothing happened. And so uh, it wasn't for a lack of trying. Hannah was there. She was present. She was doing all that the, the wife should do uh, in, in pleasing her husband, yet she was childless. Her, her adversary, those that was watching, those that was also in the, uh, in the, uh, in the home and around, would talk about Hannah. They would talk taunt Hannah because the Lord had shut up Hannah's womb. Now, sometimes people don't think about the fact that the what is not occurring or what hasn't occurred is because God has shut up the womb. God has not released it. They don't talk about that. They'll criticize and they'll say other things, but they're not going to talk about what God is doing. Um, I'm going to chalk it up to their ignorance. And so therefore, they cannot talk about something that they are not fully aware of. doesn't matter who they are, what title they hold or anything of that nature. The Lord shut up Hannah's womb. This bothered Hannah and it bothered Hannah a lot. Whatever you may have planted seeds and you may have gone through the emotional things and, and you're looking for something to manifest and it hasn't manifest yet, it's going to bother you. It is going to trouble you. You're going to become concerned. And so this made Hannah sad. And it's so sad that Hannah lost her appetite. Hannah didn't feel like eating all the time. Hannah became frustrated, no doubt frustrated listening to what others had to say. 
you know, and so Hannah would go home and I can imagine Hannah relaxing or trying to relax and thinking about what has not happened to the point that she began to examine herself and think that maybe it is something that she has done. It's not that you've done anything. It is that Hannah, the Lord has shut up your womb. And, and so uh, this bothered her to that extent that the Bible says that Hannah was in bitterness of soul and praying unto Lord in her sadness. You can become bitter. Now, I don't mean bitter as in grouchy and cat scratching and dog biting and, you know, and, and hurting folks, but within yourself. It makes you sad. The sadness is bitterness. But yet she did not stop praying unto the Lord, even in her sadness. Someone said, well, you ought to jump up and rejoice and run around and, and you know, you ought to get your dad's on. <laughs> Don't wait till the, the battle is over. Shot now. I don't think Hannah was hearing all of that at that moment. And I don't think that that fits in every instance. Sometimes you will find yourself sad and praying at the same time to the only one that can help you. Now, I'm sure like you and, and I, Hannah, um, didn't know what to do day after day, month after month, year after year. Hannah did what was right. She believed God. That's why she was praying. She believed God. Like the, the man with the uh, son, Hannah. Remember, we read about the man who went to the Lord with his son. Hannah was saying, have compassion on us. Help us. She was like the widow woman that troubled the judge. She kept going year after year when they would go up to the temple with her, her husband, they went to make their, their uh, obligation unto the Lord that she would go into the temple while he was out handling and she would seek the Lord. She stayed there in God's presence. She, she didn't leave out of his presence why they were there because she wanted him to know here I am I'm back again with this issue that I am looking for you to resolve circumstances may place you in a state of uncertainty yes you have hope it still looks uncertain you have hope but it still looks uncertain you have faith but yet it still looks uh, oblique. You're doing the work because Galatians uh, uh, 6 and 9 said, instructs us and said, let us not be weary in well-doing for in due season you'll reap if you don't faint. Now I've heard that throughout the years only to come to an understanding that Paul was, was not talking about the work of ministry but he was talking about the works of the flesh and straying from righteousness back to unrighteousness 
and but we've applied it to ministry and everything else because it seems to fit. But let's rightly divide the word of truth. You become tired. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah was saying, I'm tired. Man, I can't take this no more. That was Jeremiah. I'm not Jeremiah and neither are you. But the feelings may come that says, you know what? This is, the struggle is real. I feel trouble. You find yourself beat up and tattered by your adversary. You may even look around and be like David. David said, I, I saw the, the wicked spread out and prosper like a green bay tree. And, 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 and when I thought about them, my foot almost slipped. But then something caught my attention. I went into the house of God. Something caught my attention. I heard the word. Something caught my attention. I was reminded of their end. They may have all the prosperity that and the things that you look, but there is something, there is an end to it all. And, and when we get to the end of it, I'll have something that they won't have. I'm not hoping that they miss out, but I'm certainly not going to allow myself to miss out. Jeremiah said, I felt overwhelmed for telling the truth, speaking the word of God, slapped, jailed, restricted, broke, busted, disgusted, while others are fleecing the people of God. You know, I, I like listening to ministries and I, I don't listen to a lot of different ones because I don't want to become tainted. I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't want to be tainted by what others have to say. I don't want to be contaminated with other people's vision of what they're spewing out because I don't believe it lines up with the word of God. I'm just being honest with you. And then there are others that I might entertain and listen to. People are fleecing the word, fleecing the people of God. Yes, they are. They're fleecing him. Oh, bless you, Lord Jesus. I, I, I have a problem when I when I turn on the, the, the message and, you know, and all I'm hearing is about these seed offerings uh, that you can uh, you can buy a, a rock. You know, if you give this donation, we'll send you a rock. You know, we'll send you a bottle of olive oil. You know, and, and so I could go to the beach and get a rock. I can go to the store and get some olive oil on my own. You know, and so, uh, but if you sow this seed, now I, I'm not saying that offerings are not needed because they are. That's how we keep the lights on in the church. That's how the rent is paid, you know, or the mortgage is paid. That, that's how the, the, the upkeep, the maintenance of the house of God is taken care of. So, but it's not the only message that goes on. And here you are, you, you're putting it out there. You comply with obedience because you know obedience is better than sacrifice. Now moving on. First Samuel 15 and 22 says in Samuel, Hannah's son, Samuel, the son that she was praying about, that when he came, she gave him back to the Lord. Samuel said, have the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices 
as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of lambs. You've got to make a choice here. Either you're going to obey God or you're not. I'm choosing to obey him. And so, you know, it doesn't matter what everything else may seem like. You've got to make a choice that, that I'm going to obey the Lord I'm going to obey, obey him regardless of what it looked like. I'm going to obey him even though I don't see things happening the way that I expect or the way that I hope, the way that I'm praying, uh, the, with all that I'm doing to make sure of it, to do the will of God so that there is no question about it. Bless you, Jesus. The Bible tells us that Mark, the gospel of Mark, that some will not experience a transition from this life without seeing the kingdom of God and his power. Now, the Lord was speaking to his disciples and he said, some that are here are not going to see that. Well, the Lord is, is tarry. He has not returned to rapture or to uh, catch the church away yet. And so here we are. And so I'm going to take what God is saying, that there are some, including me right now, that is standing here and including you that will not see, uh, that will see uh, the kingdom of God and his power in our lifetime. Thank you, Lord. Let me reemphasize that. Where we are right now, God spoke these words to his disciples in that day and time. However, these words are still echoing down through time that we have the availability to see the kingdom of God and his power. And so I'm looking to see and experience the power of God in this life and afterwards. The Bible said, and after the Mount of Transfiguration, Peter, James, and John accompanied Jesus and entered a, um, and, and encountered a multitude upon a return. And this multitude included the scribes and the Pharisees. It included leaders of the, uh, the local assemblies, the, the synagogues and all. They, um, that when they came, that here they are, and there was one among them. Now, I believe the one that was among them was a, a church leader. And he, uh, uh, he began to listen to what was going on because the multitude was echoing different things because of his fame and because of uh, the work that has gone on, uh, you know, but he stopped to listen to what this one man was saying. I, I want you to know that you're, that, that the, though there might be a multitude, there's people all around the world that is praying and crying out to the Lord uh, that though that multitude does not stop your prayer. His ears are large enough to hear the distinct cry of you. The multitude doesn't prevent your blessing. While God is, is pouring out blessings for others, he has blessings for you as well. The multitude has, not impact, has no impact on what God has for you. Their opinion doesn't matter. But yours does. Your opinion matters. What you think can and will happen matters. 
Jesus uh, asked the man about his son. The man was, was telling Jesus. He said that uh, oftentimes it, it cast him into the fire. It cast him into the waters. Uh, it tries to destroy him. But it, it and but if, if you can do anything, this is what he's saying. This church leader, this man uh, uh, that is well known among the people, if you can do anything, have compassion on us. That 23rd verse said, and Jesus said, can thou believe this? All things are possible unto him. That usually we emphasize that. Just believe God and, you know, all things are possible if you just believe him. The father cried out and said, I do believe. He said, but there are some areas in my life. There are some things that go on with me. Uh, let, 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 me let, let, let me let me digress for a moment here. We'll, we'll come back to that. But, but listen, the, the Bible said uh, it cast him into the fire. It casts him into the fire of despair. You see, your fire may not be the same as someone else, but it casts him into the fire of despair. It, it casts him into the fire of depression. I'm, I'm talking to some real folks today. Uh, it, it, it casts him into the fire of indecision and, you know, the fire of discouragement, the fire of criticism and ostracism. There are times when it casts him into the water to drown him with sorrow, it casts him and to try to drown him with financial burden. It, it tries to drown him with family and, and relationship problems. Bless your name, Jesus. It, it tries to destroy him using those things. Mighty God. This father was concerned with his son and his well-being, just like you're concerned with yours. And you're concerned with your well-being because whatever impacts, impacts the child is impacting you and whatever impacts you is going to impact that child. Bless you, Jesus. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Wherever you are, you ought to give God some praise. You ought to tell him thank you. You ought to give him a wave. You ought to let him know, Lord, I know that you're hearing me. Bless you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Abram asked the Lord, Abram and Sarah, the single family unit. The church was started with a single family unit. It was not started with a large congregation. It was started with a husband and wife. Um, I'm, and he said, I'm, I'm without heir. Sarah was, was through. Uh-huh. Uh, Sarah could not. She was past the flower of her age. Let's put it that way. And I'm sure that uh, with their culture, she had heard some very discouraging comments to the point that, that she felt it was impossible. It was impossible. Lord, because the Lord told Abraham, said, said, you're going to have a child. And Sarah laughed. Sarah laughed in that hysterical moment that, you know, that moment of insanity that it's impossible. How is this and how can that happen? But she didn't know that help was on the way. Bless you, Lord. It might seem like it. It might seem like when uh, hearing right now that that man, you know, what you're saying. I, I, but 
but understand something. Help is on the way. My spirit, this man was telling the Lord, my, my spirit is saying, yes, you can. Lord, I know you can, but my temporal man is struggling. There are some areas that that deep down on the inside that that's deep on the inside of that, that that sometimes looks and says, well, you did it for them, but I don't know if you're going to do it for me. Uh, there are some uh, there's an element within me that 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 I, I struggle with sometime. And, and so the man was saying, Lord, help my unbelief. You know where that area is that I that I struggle from time to time. Lord, help my unbelief. And so like this father, I, I don't know what what else to say sometime. Sometimes you don't know what else to say. But one thing he did is have compassion, show some concern, have mercy. Lord, if there's any empathy, some sympathy, don't leave me like this. Help us, help us. Like the woman that went to the unjust judge, she went daily, she went every day when the court was open, she was there. Now the Bible don't say this, this, this is me. This is this is Pastor Carl. Chapter chapter one, chapter Carl. Okay, this is not the Bible. Just really want to say this. But every time the the court doors would open, court was in session. That woman was there. I don't know, but just in my imagination, Carl's imagination. Okay, take one. On the judge's day off, like he was in the marketplace. I could just imagine this woman walking by because she wanted his concern and his attention. I could just imagine. Now, I'm not saying she was stalking him. I'm not saying that. Don't get me wrong. But she made her presence known. That's what we're going to do. We're going to make our presence known. And we're going to say, just like the, the father of this son, Lord, have compassion on us. Lord, help us. Sometimes we you don't need a lot of words to pray. Sometimes it's just help me. That's all it is. Help me. God knows the moans. He knows the groans. He knows the sentiments of the heart. Lord, help me. There's nothing else I can say to this except help me. Help me. I can't express it to no one else. I can't talk to my prayer partners. I can't talk to, uh, to, to the other ministers. I can't talk to no one else because they don't really don't know what else to say. They don't know what to say. They might listen, but they don't know what else to say. But you know what to do. I'm not looking for you to say anything. I'm looking for you to do it. And that is to have compassion on us. Because it keeps trying to destroy me. It keeps trying to take advantage of me. It 
keep showing up and trying to show out when I know that you said greater is he that is in me, in you, than he that is in the word. And the greatest thing that you have is the word of God. You have the word of God. You have the word of God. Bless you, Jesus. I'm gonna have to stop right there, but I, I want you to know help is on the way. Help is on the way. And, and, I, and I pray that you can receive that. I'm serving myself this morning. I'm receiving that. Oh yeah, I'm ingesting it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm eating uh, all the veggies on my plate right now. I'm gonna have some dessert with this later. But I, I'm ingesting this and, and I want you to ingest it, to take it in. It may not, things are not, the word of God says, oh, bless you, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. The word of God says, I'm a rewarder of them that diligently seek me. So Lord, your word, you have said that you are a rewarder of them that diligently seek you. You said in your word that you are a rewarder of them that diligently seek you. And here we are on this 24th day of July, 2022, and we are diligently seeking you. And you said that you would reward us for this. We are not looking for a reward of, uh, you know, some Lord God is, is have a need right now of a monetary reward because it keeps trying to place a financial burden on them. But from this moment, they'll be, they're going to be good stewards with what you give them. It, it, poverty is not going to have a, a dominion over them. It on the job is trying to criticize and ostracize them so that they can't receive the promotion that they're looking for. But Lord God, it has no dominion over your word. Yes, Lord, we, we believe, we believe your word. It keeps trying to drown the hope that we have. We're not hopeless, Lord God, because because we know that you are filled with compassion. That's why you healed the multitude. And Lord God, and, uh, when they followed you, as we're following you, they you didn't allow, allow them to go home hungry, but you fed them with fishes and loaves. You nurtured them. Bless you, Lord Jesus. Mighty God. Mighty God. It, 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 it tried to keep them discouraged. Lord God, but you, you are a reward of them that seek you, Lord God, even those that are discouraged in this moment, Lord God, you have sent a word to encourage them that help is on the way. Lord, whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever, Lord God, the, the, the fact that they have tuned in to listen to your word, bless you, Jesus. Mighty God says that I'm looking because I know help is on the way. Your, your servant has is, is made it, has declared it. 
that your help is on the way. Lord God, and, and so there is an expectation of seeing your help, of seeing your manifestation of your kingdom, the manifestation of your power in our lives right now, in our lives, in this moment, as we walk with the hope. Lord, in whatever element of unbelief, Lord God, the man, the, that leader said, help my unbelief. Help me where I'm struggling. And you did not deny him, but you healed his son from it. You removed it. Bless your Lord Jesus. You took it away and cast it out. Lord God, so we thank you and we honor you, Lord God. Lord Jesus, for you are our deliverer. We thank you, Lord. We bless you, Lord Jesus. We bless you for the souls that are responding to ministry across this nation, other continents, Lord God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for the, the edifice that we're moving, that we're looking to move into, Lord God. We thank you for what we are setting up for extending the ministry. Thank you, Lord. We bless you, Lord God. Lord God, you specialize in the impossible. Sarah found that out. She laughed in a moment of insanity, knowing her physical condition. But we're looking beyond our physical means. Our, we're looking beyond our finances. We're looking beyond our, our, our ability, our mental right now, Lord God, because we know that you said if we acknowledge you in all our ways, you'll direct our path. You'll open our understanding. You'll give us wisdom and knowledge, Lord God, so that we can function properly. Lord God, as we apply your word in, with diligence, as we apply your words with a business sense, as we apply your word to govern us spiritually, Lord God, for the, to the saving of our soul and to the pleasing of you. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name, Savior. Lord God, we just ask that you will continue to take us higher in you, Lord God, and help us to govern ourselves according to your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you are, again, without a church home in, in the area, I want to invite you to join in with us, become part of ministry. Not We're looking for participators, not spectators. You can spectate from any place. But this is an active living organism. It is a work unto the Lord. And so uh, continue to join in with us and to uh, thank you for your presence. And, you know, as the, the uh, Cadillac, Michigan uh, sent in their um, sent in information and to let us know that they're listening. There are others that also are doing the same. We want to invite you to. You know, you can comment in, you can, you know, and, and you can testify, you can do things that, uh, you know, the matter of fact, on next Sunday, on next Sunday, I'm going to open line up where you can even call in and, um, you know, and give a testimony 
we're gonna we're gonna uh, make some space there for that of how the Lord has blessed you and so you, you won't be able to talk long but a, a minute you know just give us a taste you know the Bible said oh taste and see that the Lord is good and so we just need a taste and, and so that that's next Sunday but certainly continue to pray for us listen if you've not been baptized in Jesus name for the remission of sin don't fall into that 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 trickery telling you a baptism is not necessary or it is a celebration. John baptized for remission of sin. And Jesus said baptism was for remission of sin and it should be done in his name. And so you need your sins remitted. You know, repent. The greatest message that there is in the word of God is the message of repentance. Because without repentance, your name is not going to be found in the Lamb's book of life. I'm going to stop with that. Continue to pray for me as I am praying for you. Be blessed in Jesus' name, amen.
may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest with and abide henceforth now and forevermore. In Jesus' name.